In the words of Brett Yormark, they're back. That's right. Colorado's coming back to the Big 12. That was the two-word statement from Brett Yormark announcing on Thursday afternoon that Colorado is coming back to the Big 12. I'm Pete Mundo, HeartlandCollegeSports.com, covering the league. It is great to be here with you on the show, on vacation, but I'm doing it for you guys because this week has been enormous for this league. For months at this point, we've been sitting here waiting for the Big 12 to bring on Colorado Maybe another Big 12 team, but now we know at least the Buffaloes are coming home. They're joining the conference that they have called home for a very long time, and we are so, so excited about that. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a part of the show. As I noted, I'm not in the studios. I'm on vacation, so I'm not in the usual setup that we've got, but you know, I didn't know when this was going to happen. I can't tell the family we're not going on vacation because Big 12 expansion might take place the last week of July, but that's always how it goes, right? You go on vacation, and then, of course, expansion after five months of rumors finally happens. But I was not going to leave you hanging. I wasn't going to do it. Brett, your mark. Getting it done. Let's go. I am so fired up about this. Colorado's coming home. And for those of you who thought that maybe the Buffaloes were not a fit to come back home. They always were. I've been writing about this on the website for the better part of a year now, saying for those of you who were mad that Colorado left to begin with, forget it. Let it go. Who cares? It's about right now. It's about the future. It's about what this league is going to look like in five to 10 years from now. And Colorado, to its credit, got sick of waiting around. Colorado was a school that really wanted to associate itself more with the West Coast than the Midwest. Let's be honest, and that's okay. But when push came to shove, the donor class, along with the fan base, realized it was better off for the Buffaloes to be sitting in the Big 12 than it was to be sitting in the Pac-12. They realized from the future of football, for the future of basketball, for the future of the athletic department, They were better off in the league than they were staying where they were. You know, I saw this story, and not even a story. We wrote about it, but it was Sam Bradshaw at Sikkim 365 who did an outstanding piece on how Colorado has cost itself $70 million. $70 million by leaving the Big 12 and going to the Pac-12. That's how much money Colorado lost out on in revenues by leaving the Big 12 Conference. It has been a debacle on and off the field since they left. It might have made professors and the wonky folks feel good that they were in a conference with Stanford and Cal and UCLA and Washington. But in the end, money talks. Money talks. And the money talked enough to bring the Buffaloes back to the Big 12 and bring back some of the old Big 12 North games and rivalries with K-State and KU and Iowa State. And that's what I'm fired up for as much as anything. In a world where many of us who have been watching college sports for the better part of a generation or for some of you longer feel like rivalries are gone, they don't matter anymore, we're bringing back Colorado. And Boulder, listen, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in Boulder that I don't agree with. 
There's a lot of stuff that's happened to the state of Colorado that I don't agree with. But I'll tell you right now, when it comes to where Colorado's at, as a college town in Boulder, it is a fit for the Big 12 geographically. It is a fit for the Big 12 culturally, for the most part. There's some crazy there, but generally speaking, a fit for the Big 12 culturally. And it is going to be a home run to have this program back in the Big 12 conference. I am so fired up. And if you didn't see Brett Yormark's statement, Brett Yormark put out a statement that simply said, they're back. This dude is just firing on all cylinders right now for the Big 12 Conference. You got to love that. You just have to. I mean, you're sitting here, if you're a Big 12 fan, and you're watching the last year unfold. Could you have asked for a better last year for the Big 12? You get a team to a national championship in college football. I know the Georgia game didn't go as planned. You get a team to the national championship in football. It's not OU or Texas for the first time ever in the college football playoff era. You have a great basketball season. You got the Rucker Park announcement. You have an incredible Big 12 basketball tournament. Fat Joe, Shaq at the Power and Light District, Rucker Park. So many outstanding things happening for this league. And then to put a bow on the first year for Brett Yormark, almost to the day, we're four days or so removed from Brett Yormark taking over officially as Big 12 commissioner. You bring in the Colorado Buffaloes and you bring them home. Let's go. I love everything about it. And I've been waiting for, you know, I've been hearing about this since the Big 12 basketball tournament. Watch Colorado. Wait for the Buffaloes. See what the Buffaloes end up doing. The Buffaloes are coming back. They're going to make the move. They're going to make the jump. And we waited, and we waited, and we waited. And I mentioned last week on the show, last week, Colorado's chancellor talked to the Denver Post. And he told the Denver Post, he said, hey, our preference is to remain in the Pac-12. And I said at the time, I said, hey, this is kind of like you're telling, or when you tell a girl or a guy that you intend to break up with, that your intentions are to stay together that you want to stay together, that you want to make it work, but deep down you know it's not going to work. Deep down you know the breakup is coming. That's exactly what was happening here over the last week or so from Colorado. They were laying the foundation to dump the Pac-12 like a sack of bricks. And when George Kliakov came the Pac-12 media days and had no deal in tow, when the Pac-12 commissioner, who has been outfoxed at every turn by Brett Yormark, the Big 12 commissioner, every single turn, when that happened, when he knew that he had no deal in hand and he had been stringing along everybody in the, in the Pac-12 for the better part of six months, Colorado finally had to pull the plug. And good for them. Good for Colorado saying, we're not sitting here anymore and waiting for George Klievkov to pull some rabbit out of a hat and hope that he's got a contract, hope that he's got a TV deal that is somewhere close to the Big 12. We're done with that. We've got the most compelling storyline in this conference in Deion Sanders, which they do. 
Let's just, I'm not saying that Colorado is going to win the Big 12. I'm not saying they're going to finish in the top half of the Big 12 when they make the move. I don't know what the conference is going to look like. I don't know what the Buffalo's athletic department is going to look like. But from a pure, compelling standpoint situation, what you've got, what they've got with Deion Sanders is something worth selling. Whether it works or not, it's a compelling storyline. And it's going to last at least a few years. You're not going to blow out Dion after a bad season or two. I promise you that right now. And Dion Sanders combined with Brett Yormark is going to be incredible television and incredibly compelling football on and off the field. And ultimately, I think that Colorado looked at this and said, you know what? I don't know how much money we're going to get from the Pac-12. I don't know what Klievkov is doing. I have no idea. But if we can go back to the Big 12 and we can make our $31.7 million a year, and that's what the money's going to be in the Big 12, they get the same amount of money that the original or the current 12 members are going to get when the new TV contract kicks in next year, they are going to be just fine. And life is going to be great in the Big 12 conference. And you have to give credit. If you're telling this story properly, and by the way, thanks for joining us here on the show. If you're on YouTube, I'm coming to you from remote locations on vacation. But you know what? You do what you got to do when you're doing a show like this and the news is breaking. So I'm not in the studio like normal, but who cares, right? You're with us here on Heartland College Sports. I'm Pete Mundo. By the way, hit that subscribe button, leave that rating and review, and we'll get you hooked up with a free Heartland College Sports koozie when you send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. So with all that being said, I sit here and I say to myself, as we look at what happened, as we look at how we got here, the story is the failures of the Pac-12 at every single turn. This league had an opportunity two years ago to destroy the Big 12, and they chose not to. Instead, the Pac-12 did what? It built this dopey alliance. Remember this? The alliance with the Big Ten and the ACC, which turned out to be useless because less than a year later, what happened? The Pac-12, the ACC, and the Big Ten built an alliance when the SEC added OU in Texas. And the alliance wasn't worth the paper it was written on because, you know, late June, early July of 22... The Big Ten steals USC and UCLA from the Pac-12. And it was 2021 when the Big 12 was a sinking ship. It was 2021 when the Pac-12 could have destroyed the Big 12, and it chose not to. Combined with the fact that the eight Big 12 schools said, you know what, maybe our best bet is to hang tough and stay together, to their credit. And Bob Bowlesby, if the story's being told correctly, Bob Bowlesby, who a lot of people don't like, but I think did a very good job, especially his final year, Bob Bowlesby decided that he was going to add four schools very quickly, and he was going to make a move that should have been made a couple of years prior. He was going to add UCF. He was going to add Cincinnati. He was going to bring in BYU, and he was going to add Houston. And he acted quickly. They added that, what, early September of 21. They got it done that first, second week of September, less than six weeks after OU in Texas was reported were leaving for the SEC. 
And that set the foundation for Brett Yormark to take this thing to the next level. And that's exactly what he's done. He's been incredibly effective. He's been incredibly efficient. And now the Big 12 is slowly creating a power three. Now, some of you might be saying, well, what about the ACC? The, uh, the, AC, uh, the AC, don't forget about the ACC. The ACC in football is Clemson. That's it. That's the extent of the ACC. You know it and I know it. That's, that's it right now. Until proven otherwise, that's it in the ACC. So you got to look at this and say to yourself, all right, if I'm looking at what's going on moving forward, I, uh, <laughs> the Big 12 is the place to be. And there's people I've talked to on the college basketball side that believe Colorado's building something that's going to take some time but has potential on the basketball side of things. So now you look at the Big 12 and you say, okay, what's going to happen moving forward? Well, Brett McMurphy said the Big 12 is going to have at least 14 teams, possibly 16 by 2024. What does that mean? A lot of rumors out there. Is it Arizona? Is it Oregon? Is it Washington? Who is it? Who is it going to be? When's it going to happen? I don't know. All I know is Arizona has been, maybe Arizona is the school that gets added, but Arizona has been fairly pathetic throughout this whole process. Robin Roberts, who runs the place, I mean, he has been, and maybe they're going to come in, but the dude's been a joke. I mean, with all due respect to Arizona, you're not Oregon. You're Arizona. Now, Arizona, to me, has always been a sleeping giant. You've got great basketball, even though they can't win a game in March Madness. You've got great basketball tradition. You have a sleeping giant in football that should be much better than it's been historically, but for whatever reason, they have not gotten it done. And Arizona's acting like it's going to have options. Arizona better move. Arizona's going to be sitting in the Mountain West for crying out loud. I don't know what Arizona's thinking not making any moves here. But for whatever reason, Arizona has been very slow to get anything done. And now that Colorado is gone, now that Colorado is officially coming home and is back in the Big 12, if you are um, Arizona, you better make a move. You better look at this thing and say, you know what? It's time to go. And it's time to go now. Because, yes, you've got the basketball tradition, you've got the basketball history, but that can go away very quickly if you're in the wrong situation in the wrong conference. Just look at UConn in the AAC before it went back to the Big East when, of course, it won a national title. So, I mean, the rumors are flying all over the place right now in terms of what's next, where this goes, how this is going to play out. And I've heard a lot of things, but I'm not going to sit here like some of these guys on YouTube and the podcast and just tell you crazy theories and crazy rumors without anything to back it up. I'm not going to do that. But what I will do is sit here and tell you we know that your mark wants more. You're not going to sit there at 13. You're going to get to at least 14, and then you're going to go a little bit further and figure out what else do we want to do, what else makes the most amount of sense. So there is a lot of things moving right now. There's a lot of things breaking right now. And that's what we've got to make sure we keep an eye on and you keep an eye on as well. But know that Arizona wants to move. Arizona realizes it has to move. But the rumblings are that Oregon could be in play. But a lot of people believe 
that Oregon is simply trying to leverage the Big 12 to get the invite from the Big 10. If the Pac-12 is going to collapse, if the Pac-12 ceases to exist, then the Big 10 may ultimately say, let's go with a Western pod, four-team pod, add Oregon, add Washington, add them with UCLA, add them with USC, and then we're good to go. And then you've got a four-team pod out West. But if not, if for whatever reason the Big Ten doesn't move quickly, then the Big 12 should look at it and say, we're open for business. We're looking at you, Oregon. We're looking at you, Washington. And then you had a fourth school out West, and you've got a, you know, suddenly you've got five teams out West when you add BYU. That makes it a very compelling conference. That makes this outstanding television where you can start games on the East Coast with West Virginia, UCF, and Cincinnati at 11 a.m. Central Time, 12 o'clock Eastern Time, and you can go until about 1 o'clock in the morning Eastern Time, possibly later. And that is the kind of stuff that, in a tough media environment, in a difficult TV environment, becomes incredibly compelling. And it's the kind of stuff that you do not want to be missing out on if you're ESPN, if you're Fox, if you're anybody else involved with the Big 12 Conference. So uh, these are incredibly exciting times. Colorado is coming home, and Brett Yormark's statement was outstanding. All it said is, they're back. They're back. That's the kind of stuff that you love to see from the Big 12. And I wrote about this as well on the site at heartlandcollegesports.com, talking about you know how we got here you're already starting to see some spin from Pac-12 media. John Canzano, who has been wrong at just about every turn, John Canzano put up the tweet on Thursday afternoon, and here's what he wrote. Canzano had a tweet up that said, Pac-12 CEO group has called a meeting this afternoon. A member of the CEO group told me they will discuss the opportunity to trade up through expansion Given Colorado's decision, trade up to what? The Denver Broncos? I mean, for crying out loud, the media spin, the national and regional media spin out West on what has been nothing short of a colossal disaster for the Pac-12 conference is comical. There is nothing whatsoever Nothing whatsoever that even if you're the biggest Pac-12 homer, you can look at the look at the news on Thursday and feel like this is a chance for the Pac-12 to upgrade. You are losing your most compelling storyline in Deion Sanders and Colorado. That's it. You're not replacing that with San Diego State. You're not replacing that with Colorado State. You're not replacing that with SMU. I don't care what anybody tells you. None of that's happening. None of it. But you got guys out there like Canzano and Stuart Mandel and some of these hacks who have been, here's the thing, they've been carrying the Pac-12 water and all they've done is not allow the Pac-12 to assess itself and look in the mirror and admit that they have screwed this whole thing up. They've screwed the pooch from day one, they've hurt themselves, they've hurt their conference, and their media friends have not given it to them straight. Their media friends have not shot him straight and said, listen, you guys have messed this up. 
You let the Big 12 beat you to a new TV deal. You didn't expand when you should have a couple of years ago. You sat on and rested on your laurels, and here you are on the brink of extinction. And that's where the Pac-12 is. It may continue to exist, but it's not going to be a Power 5 conference. It's just not. You can't convince me that it's going to be based on what's happened here as of late. And yes, San Diego State has a great story. It's not Colorado. It's not. And anybody in Pac-12 country who's trying to convince you that it is, is simply not being honest. Pete Mundo, it is great to be here with you, part of Heartland College Sports, on the vacation, final couple of days there. And of course, that's when this happens, right? Of course, that's when it happens. Um, Looking at this and looking at your comments right now on YouTube, Pete, let's go out there and get Oregon, Washington, and Arizona. You know, that would be great. That would be, I would love it, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's going to happen right now. Uh, Good question here on YouTube. Pete, do you think Colorado coming back will disrupt the unity the other 12 schools have right now? I don't believe that, and here's why. It was a unanimous vote to bring back Colorado. Unanimous. And Colorado comes in with the Pac-12 giving it a lifeline. Excuse me, the Big 12 giving it a lifeline. So there's no way that Colorado can come in and try to push itself around the table as if it's Texas or Nebraska. So it's a good question, but I think the unity will hang on for the Big 12, and I feel like this thing's going to be in a very good place. Pete, sounds like it's going to be either three more Pac-12 schools or a group of five, if no Pac-12 schools bolt. It could be. It could be. A lot of options on the table right now. A lot of options. Pete, what do you think about Oregon State and the Arizona schools? I would hang tight. Let's see what happens. Give it some time and make the move when you think you have to. There's no rush. We've got till 2024, and let's be honest, uh, Pac-12 is on the verge of complete implosion. Complete implosion. Uh, did I dye? No, I didn't dye my hair. No, 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 no. It might just be, once again, I'm on vacation, so it might just be the lighting in the room. I did not dye my hair. I haven't done anything, all right? No, nothing's changed here. I, I promise you that right now. Nothing's, there's no hair dyeing going on here. There's, there's a lot of things, you know, that I've done on this vacation. Dying hair is not one of them. I promise you that. Uh, Pete, Utah fans are just like Texas fans. <laughs> Good riddance. Good riddance to Utah. If Utah ends up at the FCS level, I won't shed a tear. I promise you that. Thank you guys for being here. What a great night. What a great day. What a great week. I could not be more thrilled to interrupt vacation to be talking about this with you. Appreciate you joining us and be sure to hit that subscribe button. These are great times to be a Big 12 fan. Join this conference. Join this show. And we'll be talking to you soon. All right. Cheers to you. Cheers to, I'm not going to tell you what I'm drinking because I'm trying to get a sponsor right now for this show. So we got to get one of those. As soon as we do before football season starts, I'll tell you what I'm drinking. It's up for grabs. Email me, Pete Mundo at heartlandcollegesports.com. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. We appreciate you guys. Have a great night. Cheers. Go Big 12. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.